This is Ingredipedia Bites, where every other week we put some of our favourite chefs and foodie friends on the spot by asking them to open their fridges, pantries and kitchen cupboards. So, I mean, it only seems fair that we do it to ourselves too. It was my turn a few weeks ago and now it's the other Ingredipedia co-host turn. So let's see what avid kitchen utensil collector, creative director and musician Ben Birchall has to say when he gets grilled. Ben, thank you for making the time in your day to join me on Ingredipedia Bites. Thanks for having me, Emily. I've, uh, <laughs> I've always really been curious as to uh, what this is all about. Mm. Okay, first question. What's the last thing you ate? Uh, the last thing I ate was <laughs> last night. <laughs> I haven't eaten today. Oh. Because every chef we talk to just has coffee for breakfast. So I, I just want to be like, you know, Jake from Mortadelli or Andy Herndon, like just Black coffee, you know? It's not good for you, Ben. It's 11.30 a.m. Come on. <laughs> Fair. No, I, uh, I, I haven't, haven't eaten today yet. Yeah, but what was the last thing you ate? The last thing I ate was a, uh, a Kit Kat. Yes. Okay, that's good. That, you're redeemed. <laughs> <Last> <laughs> night. All right, good. What kitchen tool do you like using mm. the most? I know you have a few. I've got a few... I've got to say my super Ben Rinner Japanese mandolin is just, like, I just couldn't live without it. Um, sometimes I go on holidays and uh, I, I've often thought about bringing it with me if I'm ever like staying at an Airbnb or like a service department because it's just so useful for making a really quick slaw, um, slicing up potatoes really finely to put on the barbecue, pickling carrots, uh, just yeah julienning apple it's just it, it does it all um and it's not super expensive but just like so for like cost per use it would have to be my absolutely most valuable and most valued kitchen utensil mm. and you speak about it so highly that i recently got one myself and have only sliced up potato and carrot and cucumber so far but yes. um I had a really fun time and I still have for all pickling? my- pickling? No, f- the potato is for pizza and yeah. I, I cut it so fine that the pizza was like, the pizza apart from the potato was a nightmare. I stuffed up the dough for some reason, but the potatoes, perfect. <laughs> okay. What is taking up the most room in your fridge? Uh, leftovers at the moment. Um, had a roast last night that was cooked for me by by my mother-in-law who makes an amazing roast but there's like a huge thing of uh cauliflower cheese that i think i'm probably going to smash after after we speak yeah it's always leftovers there's like always like a chicken frame that sits there for too long and i should turn into a stock and there's yeah just like random leftover bits that that's what it is at the moment and now moving down or up to your freezer what's the best thing in there stock chicken stock um i try every time we have a roast chicken i try and just always take the the leftover bits and like even like the bones that have been picked clean just put it all in a pot with uh half an onion and a couple of like maybe some bay leaves or maybe not even that and just boil that until you get some good stock and keep that in the freezer because it's always useful for making a risotto or making a paella or throwing in soups. Um, so there's always there's always chicken stock in my freezer. 
So are you of the opinion that bay leaves add something? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it adds. I think it's more like it feels like it adds something. Yeah. Like we always put it in our bolognese. Um, and we've got a bay tree as well. So they're kind of fresh and, you know, it feels like feels like the right the right thing to do. Yeah. But does it taste like anything? Mm. Don't know. Jury's out. We'll have to do a bay leaf episode. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite quick snack? I mean, I've talked about a lot of a lot of snacks over the over the years on Ingredipedia, but like I still love lapchong, just some thinly sliced lapchong Chinese sausage. You give it a little fry up, add a little ketchup manis. That that is an absolute god tier snack. Mm, classic Ben. Um, what's your favourite chip packet? It, it would have to be one of the Chappies varieties. I love the packaging and I love like the quality and I love the flavours. But yeah, the um, there's a little little ritual I have and I try not to do it too often because um, I would end up end up very unhealthy. But um, mortadelli in Torquay, uh, I think I've spoken about it once or twice yeah. on the podcast. Um, but you know, grab grab one of the sandwiches from mortadelli and a pack of Chappies dill pickle chips uh and that is just what an incredible lunch that actually maybe i'm not going to have that leftover <laughs> cauliflower cheese i think i might have to go and go and get that now and i'm glad to hear that you've moved on from your cauliflower puff era congratulations yeah yeah <laughs> i sort of did the cauliflower puffs or the kale chips for a while yeah, look, you know, when you actually dig under the surface, none of those healthy chips are actually any healthier. So you might as well just enjoy life. Mm. Okay, what's your favourite hot sauce? Oh, I mean, for for what? Like, for anything? Because because probably if I go back back in in time to re-answer what takes up the most room in your fridge, it's probably hot sauce. Mm. Like, I'm not quite poorly V levels, but like I've <laughs> probably got fifteen hot sauces. Um, I think the best all round is tapatio. Um, it's just classic. You can have it at breakfast. You can have it on, uh, obviously, on any any kind of Latin American food. Um, interestingly, it's Californian hot sauce as well. It's not it's not actually Mexican. It's um it's by uh, created by a Mexican American uh, hot sauce manufacturer. Um, it, it, yeah, that that's probably. My go-to, I've usually got two or three bottles of that on the go at any uh, various time. Um, you know, th- there's some other ones that I, I love all the El Yucateco hot sauces, particularly the um, that sort of sweet smoky chipotle one. Um, again, you can have it for breakfast. You can have it, you can have it like it, it's got a lot of uses. Um, but then, you know, there's always some sriracha in there as well, um, which again... Very, very applicable across lots of different types of cuisine, which is which is the, the the mark of a good good hot sauce. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you there before you take us through the other twelve. I yep. move on to what is the best. I know you said you didn't have breakfast today, but I want to know what is the best breakfast you've ever had. I've ever had is tough. I mean, when I was a kid, we uh, travelled a lot and I lived in in Asia, and I just love a breakfast buffet like from from just from the age of i guess five or six when i left australia i just whenever there was a breakfast buffet i was just the happiest person in the world i just love picking my way through it 
I especially love an Asian breakfast buffet when there's nasi goreng and just like weird, you know, things to discover. Like there's just, I still love them. Even, even an ordinary breakfast buffet is just a great experience. Number two is probably yum cha. Yeah. <laughs> like just holding out until about 10 a.m. and just smashing so much yum cha. Um, as, and as you would know from the tea episode, the, the cha from yum cha means tea, you know, like it's meant to be, it's meant to be a breakfast or a brunch food. And, um, but like, if I had to go like one specific dish at one specific place as Boone Cafe in Sydney, um, is a, yeah, like a Thai, Thai cafe and grocer in sort of Chinatown, little Thailand, um, in Sydney, and they do this amazing, well, they do everything amazingly, but they just do these like eggs with, uh, like a fish sausage, um, heaps of coriander, lots of like chili jam. Anytime I'm in Sydney, I will just manufacture a way to be in that part of town between 7am and like 11, cause I just crave it. And there's nothing like it in Melbourne. I haven't found anything like it in, in Melbourne or Geelong or Torquay or anywhere where I'm where I spend time. So if anybody can tell me if there's a good Thai breakfast somewhere in Victoria, let me know. I will travel travel for it. And what is your favourite recipe that you know off by heart? I mean, I, th- I think it's Jamie Oliver's risotto recipe. I've been cooking it for probably 24 years or 25 years, if you sort of think about. Um, and I think I mean, we talk about we talk about Jamie a little bit on Ingredipedia, but like he was such a revelation for me as like a 19, 20 year old or whatever I was when, when the Naked Chef came out, that first cookbook, it just really gave me the confidence. Like I'd always loved cooking and I'd learned how to cook from my grandpa. Um, and I knew that cooking was, was a good thing to do, but it just gave like so many great basics, like his roast, roast chicken in that, like just, I'd never thought to push butter under the skin of a chicken or, you know, there's just so many staples in that. I still kind of either I either kind of stick to the principles I learned from that book or I literally follow those recipes to this day and the the risotto is one that I can do it off by heart now I've done it so many times um, and I'm sure there's purists out there who would just be going get a real Italian risotto recipe and I agree but like the best recipes are the ones you use right Mm. Um, and it's super user-friendly and it always turns out well yep love Jamie so this is related to our favorite chefs but not Jamie I want to ask you when it comes to cooking are you more Maggie or are you more Simon (laughs) I'm definitely more Maggie I'm not you know I'm not a chef I'm not trained I don't know how to do commercial quantities of anything I can't extrapolate things out like I cook by feel I cook with you know with love like Maggie does I named my daughter after her um, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely more Maggie. Really? Uh, you give off Simon vibes a bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I'm a, because I, I'm a little bit rocked out and like maybe was a raver in my past. Is that what you mean? <laughs> it's more the chain smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, okay. And what's the next thing you'll probably eat? Well, it's a toss up now between eating some of that leftover roast that's taking up the room in my fridge or nicking around the corner and, and getting the deli sandwich from Morta Deli with some some chappies. Um, Yeah, can't decide. Why not both? Have a party. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Very true. Okay, Ben, well, thank you very much for giving us an insight into your eating habits and kitchen. 
very insightful and I um, actually learned things. I expected to know everything, but I definitely didn't. So thank you. Thanks for having me, Emily. Thanks for listening. Our main ingredient-based episodes are shared every other week. So we'll see you then. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people and we pay our respects to their elders past and present.